This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Michael Payne and Marcel Somerville on Fubar Radio. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. No what's up, nigga. Living this American dream. dream. No fucking game, nigga. Machine, bitch. Zelda. Zelda. DJ Premier. Look, I don't beef on the internet, I approach you. I ain't shooting fire with a nigga, I gotta smoke you. My dog said his box just landed, he got his load. That's the ridiculously hip-hop headlines. DJ Premier featuring Westside Gun, Conway and Benny. That's Listen, the I love. that is the definition. If you opened up an, a dictionary audio book and you would look for the definition of hip-hop, that song would play. For sure. You know? Songs like that. Exactly. You know, Boom by Royce the Five Nine. They would all be primo beats. That's the thing. Uh, do you know what? Like, the first beat, like, because, like, back in the day, you know, you can, like, download download music um, legally and also illegally. I, I, wanted, I, I wanted some instrumentals to write raps to, innit? Oh, so man, that, that was the thing. So I got a DJ Premier instrumental. I can't remember which tune it was, but I wrote so many bars to that. You had to. They were probably dead. But, <laughs> but, but like, they probably weren't if they were inspired yeah, by you know DJ I mean? Primo production on the flow, just flowing on the beats. Mm. You get me? He is. He's the barometer. He's the he's the benchmark of mm. hip hop production. Yeah, it's true for me. But it's interesting when we've had uh, other people come on the show that are maybe slightly younger that don't mention him when talking about. Producers. Yeah, of course you're gonna get that though. You know, there's people that probably haven't heard very many Neptune's beats you know it's true. hard they, as that is to they believe. probably don't even think Pharrell produces beats they're like oh, the, oh well, that guy that sang Happy yeah, yeah. yeah. do you know what I mean well, the it's guy like with that. the big hats oh scene on the Robin Thicke guy yeah mm. do you know what I'm saying probably not wouldn't good. even know that not good for time him. moves so quickly now that um, blurred lines have yeah. become blurred memories good thank god <laughs> you know thank god thank god actually yeah because they're, the, they're, they're if not the rapiest lyrics I've ever heard <laughs> Come on, they are they? They are they are very rapey lyrics. I'm not gonna lie. It was a yeah. bit of a madness how it even became big for like about what a month. It was huge, right? And it before, was longer than that one. No, it? before people started going, hold on a minute. It's a bit weird. The lyrics are weird. There's a few the songs video. out there that are a little bit questionable. Grab, grab somebody sexy, tell them hey. <laughs> That's weird. That's a weird instruction. That is. Yeah. Grab somebody sexy, tell them hey. What are they? What are they implying by blurred lines as well? Like, mm, like oh. your, your visions, your yeah. visions blurred, and you're seeing what? Yeah, it's exactly. true. Well, or yeah. technicalities. But maybe when loopholes. someone says, "You know, you want it," you're like, "I definitely yeah. don't know." You're maybe I can't it's see what's going on. And yeah, yeah true. Know. Well, poor Robin, though. After that, he all went a bit wrong, didn't it, for him? And he split up with his wife, Paula. Paula Patton was. Didn't it? he get caught like taking a photo with his hand on some woman's bum, and yeah. it was a yeah, mirror yeah, behind him that did. betrayed him? Then his wife didn't want to get back with him, so he wrote a whole album of like love songs called Paula, which was terrible. Oh, yeah, and, and it she sold. Did, she didn't get back with him. No, but stand up, but Paula, she's a buff ting. Mm. She's like a next level mm-hmm. ting. Should have thought about that, shouldn't he? I should have thought about that, that hard robbing. Just a thing, just when you have photos taken. He was being a bit thick. Don't have mirrors around <laughs> <laughs> I would say when you have a for a photo, just check where the mirrors are on. Then yeah, don't exactly. get a photo in front of them if that's no, what I mean. you're going to do. Just don't, don't do take that. photos of other girls. Do you know what I mean? Especially not yeah. somewhere where they play disco music. That looked like a place where <laughs> disco is played. You don't want to be fucking no, around. Mirrors it, everywhere. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we have some lovely guests coming up on the show today. We do have some lovely guests coming on the show. They're so lovely that 
me being really, really forgetful, almost forgot to mention them, you know. Um, we have Bob Villain coming in. Yeah, we've got Adrian Stone, who's actually next door right now. So Okay, yeah. he's the first guest. That probably yep. should have come first. <laughs> Mix it up. Mix it Don't up a little bit, yeah. And we've got Nim coming in as mm. well. NYM, very interesting. Um, she has been touring for years uh, as a very important part of Paloma Faith's band, a, a backing vocalist, but she's uh, striking out on her own Sick. as an artist in her, own, in her own right. And we have the pleasure of chatting to her and playing her debut single, Golden. Love that. Big, big song. Love that. Um, you, we missed it at the beginning of the show, but I want to just play you some new idents that we have for the show. And you'll work out who's voiced it. There's a lovely, lovely voice we have here. Michael Payne and Marcel Somerville on Fubar Radio. Is that Will? It's our very own Will Roney. Wow. But we've also got uh, some of my personal favourites. Milky Payne and Mercer Smurville on Fubar Radio. So that's nice. And obviously doesn't look, not always Milky first. Mercer Smurvel <laughs> and Milky Payne. There we go. Radio. And Will, of course, he, he does the noise himself as well. That. Yeah, that's actually Will. I was like, I don't know if we need the extra bit, but he insisted on it. Yeah. Oh, please, can you send them to me? I just like Mercer Smurvel and Milky Payne. Yeah, yeah. That should nice. be your, um, your, your voicemail greeting. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, sick. Well, let's catch up then. What have you been up to? Um, you tell us now. Michael. Your music video, The Night Elm on Mare Street, has received over 20,000 views and counting. Yeah, over 25 now. Oh, okay. Which is good. Um, it's, a, it's, it's mad because you kind of, you pit yourself um, sort of naturally against the kind of, the gauge through which all these new, really successful artists are kind of um, using. You know. Right, and you see press releases every single week on the show, so you know the kind of language that's used, as in Absolutely. this many views of a video, this exactly. many streams. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And so it can be quite um, daunting when you release a video and, uh, and, and think, oh my God, how long is it going to take for this to reach six figures? How long is it going to yeah. take for this to reach this milestone, that milestone? But then you just think, no, do you know what, fuck it, I'm just glad it's out. You know, bro, I'm really bro, glad it's out. You know, like, cause, 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 cause the same thing. When I when I dropped day one, I know I was literally like, yo, like I thought this would be hitting like mills like bare quick, but it don't work like that. Because really all of these doesn't. guys, all of these guys that are dropping out new and they're, and, and they're all young and fresh, we're basically doing exactly what they're starting doing. From the but, beginning. But starting from the beginning, starting again, from the very beginning. All the hype that we had was like exactly. We were literally just talking about say fifteen minutes ago. Actually, we haven't even been talking for fifteen minutes. The show's only been on for nine. <laughs> um, we were talking about like five minutes ago about the fact that kids have you know even forgotten some of um, Pharrell's major mm. achievements, and he's a superstar for fuck's sake, you know. So how much more an artist, artist like us? It, it, it really does have that kind of feeling of starting again, yeah, starting from square one. But it's good. Mm. It's yeah, nice. Bruv, yeah, bruv. Like, because because really and truthfully, like I've listened, like I've, I've I've listened to the album and the album's fire. Like I know that the fire is coming in it. Like so, that's it. You know I think I mean? as long as you believe in your own source, that's it. you just enjoy it. That's it, bro. Well, what was good was you uh, celebrated by enjoying some bars of. Tony's Chocolonely and I thought who's t I don't know that song Tony's Chocolonely because I wasn't sure when he enjoyed some bars of it but he, they, you mean Will had to instruct me that was a chocolate bar yeah okay what is it oh you've never heard of Tony's Chocolonely no, wow no, I, I, I really want to try brand. I, I first discovered them in Amsterdam and um, why is it called Chocolonely I, I think you eat it by yourself <laughs> yeah maybe uh, yeah you have it yeah you eat you keep it all to yourself oh, I think fair, that okay. is the kind That's of most chocolate really, angle no a lot is made to share it's made to share this is quite cheeky chocolate you know, okay. fuck off, it's mine. Okay. 
kind of thing. Oh, nice. You know? Have you got spare chocolate only? No. The, exactly. the, you, you didn't bring none for the gang, no? Yeah. Oh. What do I look like? Well, how old am I that I'm bringing gifts from abroad? Like you can't go abroad yourselves. I remember when? Remember when that kid used to go to America? Yeah, and, yeah. Come, yeah. Back with and come back with little sweets. Yeah, to yeah. share with, among the class. That's what does this I look think. like? Primary school. Uh, <laughs> I think you'll find previous uh, on the show when it used to be my and Harley Sylvester was here. Yeah. We both went away and brought snacks for the show from abroad. True, yeah. true. So you lot gas though, isn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you lot were super excited about having some Italian biscuits. I was, yeah, I was. I'm not gonna lie. I'm joking. No, I do love it when people come back with mm. stuff to share. Marcel, I when do. are you going away? Um, I'm going to Ibiza at the end of the month. I'd There's like literally nothing to bring back from Ibiza but STIs no. and well. sun cream. Now, I'm sure you could find a local um, sweet. Yeah, no, nah, I'll, I'll bring back. A, I'll bring back some like vodka. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. That works actually. It would, li- it would yeah. literally be. Branded vodka. vodka. That's yeah, what it will be called on the, on the label on hand. No fancy brands. Bought in the same vodka. shop as some chopper chops. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> on the same shelf. I bring back some chopper chops as well. Just, uh, just to, like make the it big yeah, massive yeah, one. Yeah. But if you, if you're bringing people back gifts, bring back that head splitting. That you, can't you can use it as a you weapon. Can't actually, yeah, that's a it's weapon. It's more a tool than a than a. Sweet. It's a fucking club. Marcel, you have been, according to this bit of paper, restarting your work as a pundit for Love Island, which has just started, right? Restart. I, I wouldn't call myself a pundit. I call myself more like a more a like fucking a fucking professional. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Pro. And I mean, like I've, I've I've experienced it. I'm just I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking the truth to the people. Mm. Just so they pundits, know. You pundits fair though, because that's what you would call someone a yeah, seasoned it's true, player it's true. on on it's true. you know match I'm, of the day. I'm, I'm literally I'm literally like Adam Shearer. I'm the Alan yeah, Sheriff of Love yeah, Island. Yeah. That's well, a quote. Ian right Wright. Ian Wright. No, I'm the Ian Wright of Love Island. Nice. Perfect. Well, that's Go a represent. lovely quote from you. I'm the Ian Wright of Love Island. I like that. You know yeah, I mean? love that. That's nice. You know I mean, um, I, I went down a hero and I've done my thing. Okay. Fuck it. I know I'm you've real. both been watching the show, judging yeah, by your social the, media. Yeah. Um, good. Do you know what? Like, do you know what? Like, for me, for me, it's, it's been it's been kind of like a situation where like I, I kind of got like a flashback because the 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 um the black guy that went in there um this year Sharif he got exactly the same thing that happened to me on the first day walked in no one stood forward for him and it was like ah mm-hmm. oh, mate not again and then yeah it's just like like there's been a there's been a lot of talk on on like social media Twitter Instagram and all that kind of stuff about said situation yeah, yeah. because the, the the argument's been raised that like diversity doesn't necess- isn't necessarily just putting people of different colors yeah. and races in the uh in the villa together it's about finding out what their kind of tastes are because you could have you you could have you've got sharif in there yeah. you've got your one day in there and then people would be like okay cool like you know you've got a black guy and a black girl in there but if both of their tastes are towards members of other races yeah. if they if they if uh, then it really and and then everyone else like say for yeah. instance is a white person that fancies white, white people, people mainly or you're only just, you're, you're just basically you're, you're, you're exiting them off yeah. right from the go you're basically just not give, you're, you're not really giving them a chance to do anything Absolutely. because because when it comes down to it you're like like, like you can say oh like we've done it for, for diversity but by doing that you've basically you still just, created you've, you've, a, you've basically right. still created an issue because yeah. that person's still not going to get picked because the person that, that, that you would that you would imagine would go with them doesn't fancy them. So yeah, you know what I'm they don't ask. So do they before you go in when you audition and stuff? Do they do they say uh, right? That's a good what, question. What's your type? What's your type? So, Is it, right. what, what, do you have a racial That's a type? Very right, good question. So, so here it goes. Here it goes. How 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 would, how would you describe yourself? So me when I when I done my thing, tall, dark, and handsome because I'm tall, dark, and handsome. But tall, dark, and handsome to different people mean different things. Like so, tall, it means dark, Greek to some it can, people. It can mean Greek. It can mean like dark hair. It, it can mean dark mean hair. Tanned. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like 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 it's not and, a monolithic. And, it's not an absolute, is it? 
Being Do you know what I mean? So like, so 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 if someone says like 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 um, what are three things you you look for in a guy and they say tall, dark, and handsome, they're gonna be like, oh, like she probably like Marcel then. Yeah. No, not necessarily. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying like so it's, so so they don't go as deep into your preferences. So they don't ask as, you what your type is. They do, but they in do. A very they say describe. You said they described yourself. Yeah, no, no. Then they say to you, how would you so, describe yeah, so, your so, ideal? Yeah, so 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 what? How how would you describe your ideal oh, girl? Okay, and, ideal. and you say, oh, confident, funny. Right. Yeah. You don't like because people no are going to avoid yeah, race and ethnicity they, they, and they, stuff like they that. They never, they never really ask you, do you like a person of this ethnic background? Because then it makes it look like like you're angling it in that in that kind of direction. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So the, so so, right. so 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 to avoid avoid. Situations like what's happening the last four four years of the show, they should really ask that question. I mean, but by not asking that question, it kind of like makes it not yeah. like 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 they're they're obviously not thinking about race being an issue, where obviously it is. Right. Of course, it's an issue. Yeah. I mean, I don't know whether they could go. I don't know how it wouldn't become, or somebody would be offended by it. But if it had a kind of, I don't know. A, 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 a number of kind of different different looks, different race, and you were to say like that would probably be bad as well. Just say tick off everyone that nah. you fancy. You can't really do that, can you? Do you know I what? Don't know. Do you know what? Do you know? Do you know what? What my actual thoughts were on mm. the whole on, on on the whole process because because the whole process is girls. If you fancy this person, step forward. Yeah, like if no one steps forward, they they still say to the guy, "All right, no one step forward," but you still get to pick a girl. Yeah. So really and truthfully, oh. the whole step forward step of it could just be cut out. They could be like, all right, Sharif, who, who do you fancy? He picks a girl, they pair up. If someone comes down that, that, that the girl fancies, she can step away from him still and, and, and go with a new dude. But he's just saved the, the, the kind of embarrassment and, and humiliation of thinking, yo, no one, like, no one yeah. fancies me. Like, so the awkwardness of it that moment is It does protect the gone. male ego a little I mean? bit, that process as well. Because, because really and truthfully, when you think about it, like for me, it was like I felt like I was I was starting off on the, on 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 the back foot because obviously I've gone in there, no one stepped forward, and I'm like, yo, no, one, like no, one, like no one fancies me. In my head, I'm already like I'm going home. Like like mentally, he he was probably thinking that because if you saw his facial impression, his facial expressions, he was like this. Yeah, and I and I, and I was I was like, yo, man, like I like like I felt for him because I could kind of understand it, and everyone that I was with while while I was watching it was kind of like. Yo, this is ridiculous. I don't even think I can watch this. Like, like and it, and it was just like, and then from there, like, it just kind of just snowballed into like all kinds of madness on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, but then the FOMO is real, isn't it? Mm. It's the thing. It's like you feel that even if I don't watch this because it's quite triggering, then like everyone's going to be talking about it anyway. It's true, man. You know, it's mm. true. Well, finally, before we get our first guest into the studio, um, actually, two things. Finally, in 2019, Tony's launched their chocolate bars in the United Kingdom with Sainsbury's, Waitrose, Ocado, and Whole Foods being some of the first stores to stock the product. Apparently, go. there we are. Um, also, you both were unfortunate enough, along with Will from um, here, assistant producer, to witness Ar- Arsenal last week, who lost. I don't. Know if you want yeah, to yeah but then, but then, like you know, roll on about a week or so, and then we were fortunate enough to see uh, Tottenham, Tottenham get, get destroyed yeah. by Liverpool so, in the Champions League. So swings a motherfucking roundabouts, baby. <laughs> swings exactly. roundabouts.
That's Tall Black Guy and Kevin Moore with Speak Your Mind. That was actually the perfect song to kind of tailor our conversation. It was, definitely. Well, I was feeling know? the vibes afterwards as well. Absolutely. Had a really, really nice uh, sample there, didn't it? Yeah, um, man. From, um, so do you reckon it was a sample or do you reckon they played it? Do, do you reckon, do you reckon he, he just re, replayed the drum? I don't know. I reckon it was a sample, personally. Yeah. It sounded exactly the same. I, I personally what, think the, it was. Our guest seems to think well, so as well. Bit. Yeah. That bit. Dun, dun, well, dun, yeah. A little bit more. It, it. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon that's a sample. Okay. Our guest seems to agree. Thumbs up from our guest. There we go. We should probably introduce Probably. said guest before people start thinking it's David Guest. <laughs> or just no one's there and we're just imaginary, imaginary yeah, exactly. guests. David Guest is dead, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, so he would yeah, be. Yeah, so it couldn't be spirit. him. Couldn't be him. Um, our guest is a fella called Adrian Stone, right? Let's give him the, the spirit round of applause first. And then, and then I'll kind of... And then I'll, I'll let you introduce yourself because what you do, you're possibly the most interesting guest we've had on. Wow. In, in the history is, of is, the show, as, it's, like. <laughs> as, as long as it's been called the um, M&M show, it's, this is the most interesting guest we've ever had. So I'll let you introduce yourself and what you do. Wow. Let me introduce myself. My name is Adrian Stone, um, background's a music producer. And the background track that you were just talking about, whether it was a sample or not, is by Active Force. It's called Give Me Your Love. There you go. Um, hey. Old school. Um, yeah. I produced um, originally. I came up from Bristol to London yeah. um, to pursue my music career, to get into you know, the music scene, the hip-hop scenes. That's mm -hmm. my background. Yeah. And as a little one, I used to collect old school soul records like that. Yeah. So nice. I don't know. I got in the archive. Yeah, there you the go. Stash, I you can know, tell the by the body language you knew. <laughs> What you were talking it, about. It like, yeah, yeah I was, he was confident, I was like, so I was okay. confident. I was you know, guy to jump in, I was like, you know, yeah, yeah. hold my corner. Consumer professional. Yeah, Consumer yeah. professional. Yeah, mute myself. But, <laughs> you know, um, down the line, down the years, um, I became a, what you call a genealogist, studying yeah. family history, yeah. tracing the lineage of our kings. So, you know, you know where you get your king from, your grands yeah. and your greats, um, and supporting people to do the same. Yeah. Um, but for myself, um, you know, it was all about my mother, the inspiration. Was, she was my, my mom to kind yeah. of like trigger the whole thing. Yeah. It was quite out. a tragic reason, wasn't it? Because she fell ill, didn't she? Yeah. And then, and then, and then you realised that you, that you couldn't sort of uh, trace your uh, sort of um, ancestors back past a certain stage or something, right? A certain stage? I didn't know my grandparents' names. Right. You know, from the very beginning I was lost. Yeah. You know, I, I was thinking to myself when she, you know, she could have, we thought she could have passed away. So it was just right there on the tensor care board. I thought to myself, hold on a minute, you know, if she passed and the whole history passed and mm. I need to connect. And yeah. at that time, the family needed to connect. Um, and I'm the family irritated one. So for me, I, the way to connect with my family is to know more about her, you know, her, her life, her legacy. Yeah. And um, I didn't know my grandparents' names. I just called them mum and papa. I didn't yeah. know the sinners. They passed when I was quite brother. young. That's a good point, actually. That's I don't true. know if I know all of my grandparents' names. I'm trying to think when I went when I found out my grand like, like because because you, you find out your grandparents' names later on in it because yeah. you've got them like 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 nana or granda then yeah it's true it's mad as far I, as I'm concerned that's their names and <laughs> in the, especially in my times going uh, as a young one you know you couldn't ask them any yeah. question you know no of course you not know, what did you know first like, name for you know that's a, that's a backhand you know <laughs> asking big people questions like you know just sit down you know that kind it's of so thing true. so um you know it's never really occurred to me and and that's a, you know and this is going back ten years to kind of think to myself what's my grandparents' names yeah you know, Know, the first name not even the surname mm. and then it, it kind of went from there and then I got stuck just going back grand, what great grandparents yeah you know and that's when the records came in much later yeah 
So what 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 sort of um, what was your method? How far afield did you go? Was it all kind of um, like London based, UK based, the research, or did you um, did you travel anywhere in in uh, in your quest? Well, there's a saying, isn't it? Everything starts at home. Yeah. So mm. uh, to speak to the elders and say, you know, you know, t- tell me, you know, you know, when my grandfather came, you know, as well as his names and and what you know. <laughs> so one of my cousins sat me down with a little, you know, sort of a fritter and a Guinness punch and said, <laughs> right, <laughs> okay, <laughs> real proper old school Sunday, you know, and said, right, this is how it goes. Yeah. And I said, right, okay. So, you know, then I got to kind of see that yes, it's the whole, that's why the whole Windrush generation made more sense because then I can discover that my grandfather you know, came in 1955, mm-hmm. um, you know, his wife, 56, she followed. And that's the way it was. We kind of sent for each other, you know, mm-hmm. um, to set it up. So my grandfather bought a house, you know, for my mum and the other two siblings to come over. So everything was really bought by the time they came. So all yeah. that was kind of like, that knowledge is power. Um, so from there, just kind of knowing a few generations, I then stumbled across the records like your births and your marriages, your deaths. And, and these things I never knew existed. You always hear rumours like maybe the record office flooded or some hurricane and just wiped out everything. Um, but I, I, I discovered that you can find um, in a certain time period the specific birth certificates of your ancestors. And that was quite incredible. Yeah. That's mad. It's, it, it really is. I've, I've always been really, really intrigued about my sort of ancestors, how far mm. I can trace back. But I've never just, I've just never got around to doing it. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a minute, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. So how far do you know? I need to know. So who I'm talking. I to. only know <laughs> grandparents. I reckon, to be brutally what? honest with you, maybe uh, great. So we're in the same Windrush boat. <laughs> well, well, my, my parents are my parents are Nigerian. Yes, okay, you see, yeah. So they are Nigerian immigrants who came over in the late seventies. So mm. I'm I'm not Windrush. So when yeah. I mean Windrush, like, we don't really mean the ship. Mm. We mean the generation, yeah, my, right? Yeah. My, like, so so my nana and granddad come um, came from Barbados, like, and then my uh, my uh, my dad's mum and his dad came over from Jamaica. So like they was around. The, the, yeah, the, yeah, the 50s, the 50s time. Oh, cool. Mm. We sing, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of which, you found out that you are a, a relative of Grammy Award winning singer Ella May. Oh, you've gone too far, man. You've gone too far. <laughs> We've got to pull the conversation back before we even get there, you know? So the ship itself, there, yeah. But so to get to that point yeah. of knowing who I'm connected to, you've got to build this tree. And as you said, grandparents, we get lost, great-grandparents. And I had to kind of go through this what we call civil registration records. This is yeah. when it was mandatory. This is when you had to record, you know, your child's birth. And these kind of records uh, enabled me to go back another generation and then going through some of the church records and... In Jamaica, and this is where um, my parents, my, my, yeah, both of my parents were from. They were yeah. born there. So I'm the f- first generation. Um, and then you're building this tree. You got the, you know, you get past the pet names. You guys got, you heard the pet names? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, you know, my, my granduncle who I had to call from Jamaica to kind of ask him, like, get some details from him. I said, you know, where, where, when's, um, when's your dad born? And he said to me, well, on a Wednesday. (laughs) 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 So they don't celebrate birthdays. So there's so much difficulties and things like that to get, you know, further back Mm. and uh, pass the pet names, get the original certificates. And and my tree started to grow. And, And that way you can start to connect with, you know, maybe somebody else who's doing the tree and find your common ancestors mm. and things like that. So how do we get to LME? <laughs> you want to get straight into it? Yeah, yeah juicy bits, straight? mate. Juicy yeah, bits. Yeah, straight. Yeah. So basically, um, the way I connected it was I did a DNA test. You may have, that's, it's a popular thing now. Not in yeah. the time that I started. So used Ancestry um, DNA to look at, um, you know, where my 
I was thinking my African origins, this is what I wanted to find, you know, which tribe you belong to, even though I discovered that through the paper trail. Mm. But an interesting thing that Ancestry does, it tells you your genetic cousins. So it may identify somebody in the database who's actually related to you, mm. and they would establish that relationship by the amount of DNA you share, right? So when you do match with somebody, and there's a picture, there's a whole profile, and you can message that person and say, hey, cuz, all that kind of stuff, this is, you know, we're, we're cousins, we're genetic cousins. Um, they can share a family tree so this particular person who matched with me had their family tree i had my family tree and identified one of their cousins as my cousin which was my great-grandmother's side so mm. lma is a cousin through like second second cousins oh, wow. right so no a bit further a bit further back for the fourth cousins but her great great-grandmother is a sister to my great-grandmother her great-great-grandmother is a sister to, to my great-grandmother great so wow. it's quite, quite close when you're looking at 1880s, yeah, yeah. that sort of period. That's so mad. Down That's the road. mental. Down the ha- road. And ha- have you contacted <coughs> her about it? In the process. So I've met a lot of the family now. Yeah. Um, just the other day, I met some of the family just on my street. No way. At a gathering what? on my street. Are you serious? I swear, it paints I'm such a mad you. picture when... Are you when serious? I'm telling you, listen, I mean, this is, uh, you know... Ah, it's crazy. You never know who's on your doorstep. Be careful who you're, t- who you you're talking to. Do you know yeah. what though? Do you know what though? I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Like my 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 uncle, my uncle done a, done a, done the same ancestry thing, and um, in the in like like in Chingford where where I live, we actually had cousins who he found who were literally like they lived like five minutes away from from my old house, and like That's mental. Through That's my, through my uncle doing it, we like I found out that I actually had other cousins opposed to the cousins that I knew that lived there. So it was mad. Wow. Is right on our doorstep, and yeah. that's why you got to know. You never know, innit? Yeah, sometimes, obviously, through the surnames, that's how we know we're connected. But obviously, uh, you know, when the women in the family, they get married, or the children take the father's name, then the history gets lost that way. Yeah. And, you know, just coming over, you know, um, from, you know, Jamaica to England or the Caribbean or wherever you come from, you know, those, connect- those relationships get lost, but yeah. they're close back home. Mm. That generation that's was very true, close yeah. back home. That's true, it's true. That's why it's always the best place to look, right? Exactly. Because, yeah, they, they communicate a lot more, I suppose, mm. in. Uh, in the sort of um, smaller rural settings mm. than, than when they come to yeah. the big city. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's that's super super interesting, man. And um, with um, is is there still the pursuit of music as well along 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 with the there's, genealogy? There's so much in store. How much I want to tell you? I haven't got the Men in Black light to this Eurasian <laughs> memory. <laughs> I give you too much. No, it w- definitely will come back full circle because my first love was music. And um, it's just amazing, like, just doing the genealogy, connected to musicians. And there's many, other, many others that I've kind of, like, found on the way who also do music. Yeah. And so, so hopefully we're going to tell those stories, yeah. you know, through music and other, other, you know, means of sort of creativeness. Yeah, yeah. So, but in the meantime, you've established a workshop. Exactly. Tracing your Windrush roots. Um, You know, really born out of the whole Windrush scandal to kind of urge me on to do something, Mm. uh, you know, to make people connect. I was doing work before and I just thought to myself, you know, the workshops are very different. So you you have some people that talk, but it's about walking you through the process. So you bring your family tree to the workshop and I support you with the very first steps of how to trace. Mm. Um, Very interactive, practical sessions where, you know, some people are experienced, some people have no experience and together we discover. You know, we learn together. And sometimes we use case studies where it's somebody famous or somebody like myself. <laughs> and um, we go through, you know, the kind of challenges that you're going to experience when yeah. you're tracing. Because there's many people who have started to trace and they say, oh, I can't find this person. You know, you know maybe, you know, the way the records were recorded, um, that child, in, 
the parents weren't married, so it creates all different types of problems. Or maybe page number 12 is missing, <laughs> which is like an index or a register. And I show you how to kind of get through what we call brick walls, where you get stuck. Yeah. And so along the line of tracing, there's always going to become, you know, a, a, a barrier, a brick wall where you can't get through it and you can't find the information. Mm -hmm. So this workshop is kind of designed to kind of help you go through that whole period, whole thing. Amazing. And when is it? Right, I got a couple. Gosh, from mm -hmm. my hometown, from Bristol, I have a workshop um, that's coming up in July, mm -hmm. um, the twenty seventh, in London. Yeah. Um, Alexandra Palace, right? No, that's, that's, that's what he Oh Jesus! Keep, God, I'm Jesus. moving, brother. I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm moving. You quick. got one soon, on the twenty second of June. Haven't yeah, you? so I've got um, one coming up, as you said, twenty second of June, and that's in Lambeth College in Clapham. Um, and following that, there's one in September and October, and you can find all information on my. Instagram page. Instagram. Yeah. Let's, let's point to the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, Instagram page. And also, I'm doing one in Tottenham. I'm doing a, um, a partnership with Tottenham Hotspurs Foundation. Okay, um, boo, so, but all right. I yeah. know. Uh, no. <laughs> hey, hey, but I'm not going to Tottenham Hotspurs. <laughs> Tottenham. Yeah, so um, that's coming up on the 17th. Um, so check again um, through my Instagram for the, all the details. And that's a free one. That's the yeah. only one that's free. It's an introductory workshop, two-hour workshop in Tottenham. Um, so come along, bring your yeah. family tree, bring your family, most importantly. That is the mm -hmm. most important thing, isn't it? And I know that tickets can be purchased from uh, tracingwindrushroots.eventbrites.co.uk. Yeah, Say that better than me. <laughs> say that again. I'm say that one more time. <laughs> Tracingwindrushroots.eventbrites.co.uk. Uh, Go and get one. tickets. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming in to chat to us, Adrian, man. It's been Thank an you. absolute pleasure, pleasure to meet you. Um, you pe people like you, um, Adrian said, you can find him uh, all the details for his uh, forthcoming work workshop sorry on his instagram uh, we're gonna get into a song now and when we come back we've still we still got two guests to come through bob villain and nim you heard it on the radio you've seen it on a tv show Russell of the leaves and the trees, it feels right to you, but you got a hating and a fight to you. Milky Maid and Myrtle Smurvel on Foo Bar Radio. That was nice. Mm. That was a double drop, wasn't it? It was a double drop. First of all, uh, Finnish rappers, Cut Beatles, uh -huh. who I like very much. And that was uh, Brasco Lipstick Stains featuring St. Pressure, which was a bit of a banger too. Nice. You know, that, that Lipstick Stains, it sounded a bit like, you know, Prince, like in the yeah. 90s when he, when he was mm. doing like, like the Batman themes. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was in that element. Yeah. For me, it was very much um, Prince, but even earlier Prince, yeah. you know. Um, nice that energy. was really cool really cool really cool um we, we were speaking to adrian stone as well about delving into the past and finding out about your old uh, your own family's uh, sort of lineage um but this scholar brian j ford has delved even further back into the past and looked at the way dinosaurs fucked basically <laughs> um so he's come up with a report um and his findings include 
the f- I don't know the facts, no, not the facts, but the his findings include this. <laughs> um, dinosaurs became uh, unable to have sex, which is the reason they became extinct. Mm. So, according to Brian J. Ford, the dinosaurs' demise was caused by the continental drift, which pulled Earth's supercontinents apart and destroyed the vast shallow lakes dinosaurs allegedly required so to they reproduce. They like water. They like to have sex in water. Mm. That's not uncommon, right? Dinosaurs do your thing. Maybe, maybe they just really needed to make sure it was wet down there because obviously the size of the, the that's true. Dinosaurs aren't very sexy. So, you know what I mean, yeah, it's true. I reckon female dinosaurs were just like, I can't get wet. Look at you. You're a fucking T-Rex. Yeah, and I'm not. Re- I've not really thought about it or ever looked at it as what a dinosaur genitalia looks like. But I would love, to, I'd love to see someone screen well. I'd love to see. <laughs> Like, you can't imagine a T-Rex with a small penis, can you? Tree well, trunk. Well, you never know. It might be small in comparison to the T-Rex, but it'd still be bigger than all of us. It would have to be really yeah. long if the, the T-Rex wanted to masturbate because they had really short yeah, arms. Yeah, they had really short <laughs> arms. Oh, so oh they must God. have had massive penises. Where would it be, though? Between to, its to, legs. They'd have to be up and high. Feet. No, but the, the, their hands couldn't reach down that far. That's right? what I'm saying. So you'd have, have to have, have a massive dick. Imagine, imagine, is, it, is a diplodocus, have they got the long necks? I think so. Imagine them trying to deep throw, eh? That's true. <laughs> it wouldn't be that. It'd be all right, wouldn't it? No, but with like, a long they, neck. They got they got a super long neck, so like it's just like. Yeah, they can't. They they can't ever deep throat them. There's nothing. Nothing's going to be able to deep throat them. I'm sure they're devastated about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're fuming. Is this uh, a picture of a? Of this a, is a picture of what the hell? What is that, please? What <laughs> is that? Is that an ostrich? It's like a, it's like a chicken. That's uh, like an ostrich. Oh uh, my! That's uh, an ostrich. Someone just said that's an. A no-context bird genitalia photo. It's very red. It's angry. Oh, a a paleontologist reckons it's like birds. I don't think it's like that. It's uh, very red. Describe it, Marcel. Don't describe it. it looks. It looks like... that. It's curving to the the left or the right. It's it's, it's definitely not not straight. If you were to try and put it in... It would definitely be a hard angle. You need to hit. You'd hit. They they go. They've got to hit a certain angle to like make right. that. So can I just check? Work. There are no pictures of or or made up pictures of dinosaur genitalia. Well, then I can't. This whole story then can be is nonsense. Yeah, this is so true. We know. How do they know if you can't even see any of what as to what they, have, they like to have sex in lakes? What? What? Well, just it's just it a hypothesis, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, as he said, apparently, dinosaurs were simply too heavy and bulky to mate on land, which you said, and mm. thus required additional assistance in the forms of water's buoyancy to successfully procreate. So, yeah. exactly so, right. so no, so why then? Why not just have sex in the sea then? Because mm. they were, because at the time the continents hadn't split apart, so it was just bare land. So and they lakes. needed these lakes. Lakes are inland bodies of water, aren't they? It was too far to go to the sea. No, but like, but didn't didn't they say they got extinct because there was because, yeah, because, so then because, they, the, because they separated? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So then maybe they were left inland, too far inland, and yeah, it, pulled they, the, it pulled them apart. And well, actually, no. It's not saying that. It says it pulled them apart and destroyed the vast shallow lakes. Yeah. So they it just, just made them into the sea. The oceans, basically. Well, they were too lazy just to walk a bit further and find out there's more. There's, there's <laughs> actually more water now. There's more water than you've ever seen before. I thought the Ice Age was, was what killed the dinosaurs. What, the film? Based on the film, it was the, it was the Ice Age. God. Ice Age was a documentary made by dinosaurs. <laughs> they froze and it was like... They were like, this isn't a hit. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to kill us at the box office! Oh, sorry, breaking news. Apparently the ocean is too deep to mate in. What? 
What the sh- what? People, sorry, that's that's just absolute humans, bollocks. Humans have sex in the sea. I see no right? reason why dinosaurs. Can't. A big off dinosaur can't fuck in yeah, the sea. Yeah. They got bare legs, like yeah. You know what I mean, their their legs are bare at all. This doesn't add up at all. It doesn't. The dinosaurs were dumb as fuck, weren't they? Whoever this scholar is, he's a dickhead. Brian J. Ford. Why are you even looking into he sex lives be, of dinosaurs anyway? He's making it up to, 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 to get spoke about on Fubo Radio. <laughs> we'll never mention his name again. Hell no. Brian J. Ford. <laughs> Brian J. Ford, <laughs> indeed. Brian J. Ford. Sounds like a pseudonym as well. What, yeah, for Will R. Roney? what it sounds like. <laughs> 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 he's made up the story. Brian J. Ford is really I don't know what his middle Will. name is. I said R. Oh, I don't know what it would be. It is R. Okay. I know. Wow. Genius. Nice. Anyway, so what do you think about dinosaurs? You a fan? <laughs> do you know what? Like, uh, I, I used to, I used to have dinosaur books. I used to really like, like drawing dinosaurs. Yeah. I feel, I feel so familiar with dinosaurs. It's mad, mm. isn't it? Jurassic Park. I think kind of Jurassic Park kind of done that because it, yeah. it made me like, like I, I could imagine what it'd be like to be around dinosaurs, and it's quite intimidating. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Remember, that, be, remember that scene in Jurassic Park when yeah. they're like when the when the water starts shuddering. Yeah, that's coming, iconic. Like, wow. That's iconic. Yeah, um, I would be terrified of them. But you know that they're thinking about um, they are they are able to now bring woolly mammoths back to life. What do you I've reckon? Heard this. What do you I've reckon? Heard this. Do you reckon they should They've do? I want to see one. I'm not gonna lie. I, I slightly want to see one. Not what? just wandering down the road. No, not not Dan Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just no, but, past no, the Emirates. Where where would they keep it in a zoo? I mean, I don't think on, be a a pet. on a reserve, maybe. Yeah, on I think a... so. I don't think you could. Have... Do you want one as a pet? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to think. Like, so if there was, like, I'm, I'm thinking out of the fairness for the for yeah, the think, mammoth, yeah, then, like, it'd be, it'd be out of order to just create one to just keep him in a zoo. So put it on Sesame Street. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, is a mammoth? What is the size of a mammoth? I want to know. Bigger than oh, yeah, an that's elephant? That's a good point. Of yeah. it's bigger than an elephant. But how, how big? Like, are they bigger than elephants? Have, have you seen Power Rangers? Do you remember the mammoth? Like the robotic one. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it'll be like the size of the, like this building. But I like the fact that you said no, 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 no. No, the height of the building. No, no, no. That's ridiculous. Tusks looking like them shoots no, I mean. that go down building sites. Turn, it, turn into a megazord. You think you just see a mammoth at the window and you'd be cool with that? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the big eyes, like Mister Stuffleupagus. They were dinosaur <laughs> elephants. <laughs> they were dinosaur <laughs> elephants. Ele- elephants are the, are the biggest animals. Okay, so that makes that's it, a good so, point. So if they're dinosaur elephants. Right. I actually really like that you used Power Rangers like it was a documentary there. Well, in Power Rangers... I like the fact that you said mammoth. dinosaur elephants. Um, the woolly ma- okay, the woolly... It was actually just the size of elephants. It wasn't well, as big as... But they must have appeared bigger as well, so mm. you've got a point, because they, they were shaggy, weren't they? Yeah, that's just stupid. Were, the extra hair made so it look yeah. so, had, so, so, so they was about when dinosaurs were about, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. But... Were they? they? Oh, they yeah. weren't. No, were they not? they were. Oh, afterwards, apparently. After dinosaurs. So why were they on all my dinosaur books? This is vexing me. It's annoying, isn't it? There's bare shit that I Ah, learned when I was a kid that's wrong now. You know what I mean? So, so, so what's that, what's that one with the, with the spiky, with the spiky around his head? Oh, um, is it a triceratops? A triceratops. See, I always used to think a triceratops kind of looked like an elephant. A rhino. Oh, no, I thought that was an ancestor of a rhino. Oh, baby. A triceratops. And And then the, 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 the pterodactyl. Is that a pterodactyl? Yeah, yeah. I, that, 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 that's like a chicken, isn't it? No. So chickens are descendants of bipedal dinosaurs. So dinosaurs like T-Rex would have become birds. No. Yeah, yeah. Direct, like it's dinosaurs that walked on two legs that are actually the ancestors of what we know as feathered birds now. Yeah. Not oh. shit like pterodactyls. So where the frick did they get their wings from? This is madness. Because pterodactyls and stuff, they would have been almost like bats, wouldn't they? I, I think they're... <sighs> Their their flight would have been different, oh. and they could stand. Oh. <laughs> 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 
Mouse, wow. mouse. Hey, hey, do you know? Do you know? What I watched recently. I watched no. Godzilla, King of King of. Oh, King. is that good? It is dead. Oh, oh really? Been, like, I was. It's giving terrible reviews. Hey, oh, hey listen, annoying. listen. When I say to you, when I say to you, it is dead. It is absolutely terrible. Oh, okay. Special effects, at least. Like, yeah, like oh, really the special bad. effects look cool, but there was there was moments in it. I just found that this is like Transformers, like right like all the, all, it was just stupid oh, so it's King Kong no King Kong versus Godzilla right no no, no, he's no, no. fighting like no, he's organisms fighting? isn't he or no, no, no. isn't so, there a King Kong versus something uh, no sorry no. what is it Godzilla King, yeah, no, no 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 so so King Kong is, is mentioned in the oh. film but you don't see him but um, but it's, it's, it's basically Godzilla versus versus some some is it two headed or three headed like dragon mm-hmm. versus like and then Mothra comes out of the, out of the wings, mm-hmm. and then like there's some like so basically it's like like it's it's King Kong. Um, um, I mean Godzilla and this other this this, this three headed thing who are the the um, the a the apex the apex predators of right. of, of of the Titans and okay. they're battling and then and then it's, and then it's whoever the and then the other ones are like, are just basically like they're bidders in it. So like so so whichever one wins, they work for that guy. It was uh, not, uh, exactly. What, they formed a union. What, yes, what? it was some kind of stupid union. I was like, this is bu- this is bullshit. Mm. What Sorry. the fuck? Equal pay for Godzilla? Mm, for sure. Mad thing. I was vexed. Now Godzilla, I imagine, could be as tall as this building. Yeah, Godzilla. What do you mean, Godzilla's taller than this building? Yeah, tower over this building. Oh, okay, okay. Doesn't Godzilla? Isn't he like a skyscraper kind of height? He's taller than the a last Godzilla I saw was the one in Madison Square Garden. The one that where where Madison Square Garden gets destroyed. The one with um. Uh, uh, Jean, not is it Jean Reno? No, Jean um, Reno. Yeah, uh, Leon. Leon. Yeah, yeah. The and old school thing. Yeah, that one. That's my favorite one. Come with me. That's, that's oh, Diddy oh, song. Oh, the Diddy song. Hey, right? Are you crazy? Da-na-na. Da-na-na. Jimmy Page. Da-na-na. Jimmy Page. Oh, oh, yeah, of see, course. The soundtrack. To, the soundtrack to that made, made that a good film. Yeah, yeah, true. No, I think it added to it. It's a fucking good film. I don't know, man. I don't know. I like. Like I went to see that film on like it was like a half day from school, so everyone from the school went down there. Like we was all sitting there, and then everyone was like, "This is poo." And then we what? all left. Yeah, we all left. We Are left. you sure? Maybe you just don't like Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> what have you got beef with Godzilla for? What's that? I can't think of a Godzilla film that you like. Nah, you know what? It's not that I got beef with Godzilla. Yeah. Bad move. Me got, nah. on Godzilla's part. Send me, yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, like, I just don't rate them. I don't rate them. I don't, yeah. rate, I don't rate King Kong films either, though. You just don't like giants running around causing. I don't like the aftermath of them films yeah. because everyone's always happy. I'm like, are you not registering what the fuck just happened? Mm. Madness just yesterday. <laughs> well, your whole city's destroyed. You got by no a way, giant no lizard, li- got nonetheless, no or a fucking massive gorilla, mm. and then every the next day it's like lips in and and all that. Hey, uh, nah, man, no. I I would uh, that shit would actually send me mad. <laughs> no, do you know? So 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 basically, the, the the new Godzilla is basically like a sequel to the to the last one that came out that had that had Brian Cranston in it. Right. So right. anyway, like the aftermath of what happened in that one is basically what this what what this one follows on from. But then the woman in it, she she's all like like there's some weird cult when they're trying to release, they they're trying to bring the Titans back to the, to to destroy the world because they should be here and we shouldn't be here and all that kind of shit. And I'm like this storyline is whack, <laughs> it's whack. And then and then by the end of it, by the end of it, they they were like, oh we've made a mistake. I and mean, by then you like what you, like this is pointless. <laughs> what did you think what did, was what did you think was going to happen? Do you know what I mean? Oh my god, my daughter's in trouble now. Yeah, your daughter's in trouble. But you tried to bring this on. Like that's why that's why I was vexed. I was like, nah, man. Best Western's nah. next door. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not for you. All it's right. Not for me. I think we'll give you a minute to calm down whilst we just Thank go you. through the <laughs> <laughs>
the truth, it was the truth, y'all. It was the truth. It was the truth, y'all. It was the truth. It was the truth. The true and living. Ha, the true and living. What? The true and living. Ha, the true and living. What? It was the truth, y'all. It was the truth. Say it again. It's the truth, y'all. It was the truth. Marcel Somerville and Michael Payne on Subar Radio. That's Harriet Brown and Paper, and the coolest outro we've heard on the show there was today. A of, there was a lot of head nodding. I, I saw yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I was literally imagining myself in a sort of grid <laughs> Tron type setting, doing the best robot dancing Come you've on, ever G. fucking seen. <laughs> but I was keeping it calm by just bopping my head. But yeah. in my head, I was doing stuff. <laughs> I was doing bits. Yeah. Do you do that? <laughs> yeah, of course. You're just in a. You're, you're in a club and you're bopping your head. You're cool, calm, and collected. There's a madness going on in your head, though. Yeah, yeah I'm literally, you. I'm Mario, I'm flipping <laughs> Usher, Michael Jackson, everyone in my uh-huh. head. It's mad. It's mad. You like the way I bring, brought up Mario, though. Yeah. Underrated dancer. Super, Very true. Super Mario. Super. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> Down a pipe. <laughs> 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 that, um, that delightful voice you hear, uh, in addition to mine and Marcel's and Natalie's, is Nims. How's it going? You're right. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. We, we were just discussing how long it's been since uh, since I saw you last. A hot and, minute. Uh, yeah, we discovered. Discovered it was a few years ago yeah. at the uh, at the birthday party of a of, your mu- of, of a mutual friend, uh-huh. someone who's um, very close to you, who yes, you've um, been close. touring with for years now uh-huh. as well. It's so Paloma Faith. We're yeah. big fans of her on on, fans. on the, at this yeah. station. Um, but um, you've um, you've had the privilege of uh, and, the, and the pleasure of touring with her all this time, but now mm-hmm. you're striking out on your own with music yes. as an artist in yes. your own right. Yes. Um, why now? Has it? Have you been too busy to do it before? Because obviously, you know, Paloma is a massive star, so I can it's imagine true. that her tour schedule, her schedule might be is quite intense. Mm. Yeah. So it's like. When you're traveling a lot and it's like you're away, like years will literally just fly by, right? Fly by yeah. without you knowing it. Yeah. So it's been eight years now wow. that I've been on the road with P. Yeah. And yeah, there's like time. She's doing a new TV show. Uh-huh. So then it was like we had a break. Yeah. And it was like, do you know what? Let me just make use of this time. Yeah. And do my thing now. Okay. Yeah, and is I there- felt ready as well, you know? Sometimes it takes a while and then you need to just discover exactly what it is you want to do yeah and you've got the um you've got the sort of uh, advantage of having seen the world a lot more it's than true. most are uh, uh, sort of a uh, debut artists uh-huh. haven't you um what's like what's the most interesting place you've been to um tokyo i'm gonna say tokyo right. was just a mind fuck honestly <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine honestly I couldn't I wasn't prepared I had an idea of what I thought it was going to be like and then it just like exceeded all my expectations yeah it was amazing that's a common like answer when world. people say that what's the strangest sort of place you've been to what the most wondrous place you've been to it's yeah. usually well, somewhere in Japan I think so yeah. much so now that I don't really have any preconceptions of what me it's like, like I'm open to anything for that's me it. yeah it's for me it's somewhere between like 
being in futuristic, the future futuristic. with lots of Hello Kitty <laughs> uh-huh. and then Mount Fuji. Yeah. yeah. And some yeah, sick yeah, gardens. Yeah. Well, you got it down. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems so... I can't wait to go there myself. It's beautiful. And have, have your travels in any way uh, inspired your music? Um... I feel like I've always been inspired by a lot of different music, mm. like world music. Yeah. Um, going to those places and seeing things, we always make an effort to go and like see live music whenever we go anywhere. Of course. So then those things, they do kind of bleed into your inspirations, even if you don't realise it. Yeah. It's just kind of creeping up. Yeah, yeah. Places. And just meeting people, seeing how people live in different countries, like when you're actually there mm-hmm. and you see it, it's like wow yeah you know but the the debut single uh, golden yeah. that you draw on um, on your own um sort of experiences yeah. um so, so tell us about the sort of uh, history the background of this song so golden is basically it's about i kind of wanted to write a song about my upbringing like i was born in london mm-hmm. but then lived in southampton for primary school came right. back to london for secondary school And Golden is basically about, I found that living in Southampton, I loved it, but there is a segregation there. So it's like I grew up on an estate and I was so happy there. It was such a community. We were all there for each other. Hmm. But people outside of that Hmm. didn't necessarily get it. Hmm. And it was like, you know that people had their own opinions of like what it is they think it is. So then Golden really stems from that Mm -hmm. of like trying to paint a beautiful picture like how I saw my childhood. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, yeah, it's basically just drawing from all those things and as well just like living your life however you want to be. So like wearing mad shit or just like being flamboyant, being whoever it is you feel like you want to be. Yeah. And the... And it being quite alarming and drawing on the fact that sometimes people are unnerved by it. Yeah. And they act in whatever way they feel like they're going to act about you and doing whatever it is or who you are or where you come from. But really, you know, sometimes it just stems from fear and the unknown. Yeah. I think that's a perfect introduction, to be honest. Well, we Yeah, man. We should hear it. Let's do it. Every day for a week, but her belly's full. Careful where you tread your feet, see the beautiful. Look up, it's beautiful. We are beautiful, shouting in the street. It's a nightmare. Staring endlessly, people fight, but trying to find our feet. But they can't. Michael Payne and Marcel Somerville on Fubar Radio. That's Legend by Wulu featuring Ego, LMA and Lexa Moore. Uh, before that, we played Golden by our uh, second guest of the day. <laughs> the lovely and talented Nim. Thanks once again for joining us, Nim. Thanks Um, for having me. Not at all. We need to celebrate your your presence 
with a game. Let's you know? do it. It's a ritual. It uh, is. Yeah, yes. long-lasting ritual that we have. Okay. So, uh, in honour of your song Golden Nim, I'm uh-huh. going to play you three, all of you, you've got two each to go through this, so think about this. I'm going to play you three songs from bands oh who have God. appeared on the same Reading Festival lineup. Oh. All I want you to tell me who is the golden act, i.e. Who, who is the one that's headlining the stage on that particular year. Okay. okay? Oh. All right. Uh, who wants to start? Well... Guests first. Really? Guests first. Yes. Okay. Sure. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play you three clips here, and this okay. is I can tell you is from uh, 2016 Reading from the Enemy stage. Okay. Three artists, and then I want you to tell me which one is the golden artist. Okay, let's begin. No, no, no. Tell them don't waste my time. Tell them don't waste my time. Tell them don't waste my time. No. Tell them don't waste my time. And then Nas. Finally, two door cinema club. Okay, so who headlined the enemy stage in 2016? Crepton Conan, Nas, or two door cinema club? Oh, that's Ooh. a tricky. tough one. It's tricky. It's tricky. I'm gonna go with Crepton Conan. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. What would you have said, Marcel? I would have said Nas. Mm-hmm. And what would you have said, Michael? I would have said Two Door Cinema Club you in 2016. You would have got a point. Ah. Yeah. But it's not your question, so... That's sad. Ah. Well, I, maybe I'll change the rules here, though, because no. you would... No, no, don't it's change done. the rules. Um, I actually... I thought it would have been Nas. I, I was actually there that year, so I know it wasn't Nas. And I remember being a bit annoyed <laughs> when it wasn't Nas. And I'm like, no offence to Tudor, I like him, but mm. it should have been Nas. Enemy stage, Fair. it's got to be Tudor Cinema Club. Come on, Club. come on. Okay, uh, so that's no points for anyone no. there. Uh, who wants to go next, please? Go on, Mars. I'll go Mars, next. you're up. Cool. Okay, so this is from Reading 2014. Again, from the Enemy stage, starting with Clean Bandit. Tune. Tune. I'm not going to lie, this is still a fucking tune. Then Jungle. Big artist. Big tune. The Maverick. Saber. The, the, the headline. I want to know who was the headliner of that stage or the highest up the bill. Was clean it Clean Bandit, Bandit Jungle or Maverick? Clean Bandit. clean Bandit. Okay, Clean Bandit. Uh, what would you have said? What's the name? Um, I feel like Clean Bandit. Mm-hmm. What, what year was this? Said? This is uh, 2014. Oh, Clean oh, Bandit, Jungle, Maverick Saber. Clean Bandit too. Yeah. You would all have been wrong. It was Maverick Saber. No. Wow. Way. Maverick Saber was the headline. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. Fair, like, like, he's got tunes, but I didn't. I didn't like. What stage was this? Enemy again. Enemy stage. Yeah, so, I would at that. But then at that time, again, Jungle Bandit. had like maybe two singles. Exactly. Think yeah. of the year. Think of the year. Yeah, it's the they years. They would have been headlining, would they, in 2014? Yes, I don't well. think. Yeah. Uh, so we're moving to you, Michael Payne. We're going for um, to 2010 now, wow. and we're moving over to the main stage. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we're starting with some Cypress Hill. Insane in the brain. Insane in the And then Paramore. That's a tough one. Twenty ten. I think it's like a Limp Bizkit and Paramore. Yeah. Yeah. Paramore. So I'm who, gonna go with Paramore. Okay. Who would you have gone I would with? I said Paramore. Paramore. Limp Bizkit. Well, you wouldn't have got a point, Nim. You would have got a point, but in this occasion, you do get a point, Michael <laughs> Payne, because you were correct. Only one to get one. It, it was Paramore. Uh, right. Back to you, Nim. So okay. we're going over. We're staying with the main stage. Uh, and this is from 1996, uh, starting 96? at 96. Whoa, ho, 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 ho. 96. Okay, toughy, but this is uh, starting with some iced tea. Okay. 
levels of sass Will brought there and he said I don't like my photo taken you and I've looked at you and so that's a lie well it's not really a lie though is it that's just like saying that's just like saying I don't like getting on planes and then someone says yeah but you travel a lot yeah I like being in other fucking countries Anyway, Reading, 1996, main stage. <laughs> He's say Michael Bain is just giving us a piece of the finger. Right? The middle finger. Deserved. Um, Sibling rivalry. So, Ice-T, the prodigy, or Rage Against the Machine? Who I'm going to say with? prodigy. Okay. Marcel, what would you say? I'm Rage Against the Machine. Big. Okay, and what would you have said? Huge artists. Ice-T, prodigy. 96. Mm-hmm. Prodigy. Marcel would have got a point there. It was, in Ooh. fact, Rage Against the Machine ah. that was highest up the bill there. Right, okay. moving back on to so Marcel. Hard. It is quite tough, actually, isn't it? It uh, really is. So we're going to the dance stage for you, Marcel, okay. uh, in 2001. <laughs> Give him yeah. like he's a dance pro. Okay, okay. Okay, let me just delve uh, into my encyclopedic well, knowledge you know of what? dance music. It's a dance stage, but none of these are really dance artists, I would say. Okay, because we're starting with Oxide and Neutrino. That's a dance. Bam for the that, bam, so solid. I got 2001, yeah? 2001 on that dance stage. Oxide and Neutrino. Yeah. So solid crew. Who would have been highest up the bill on that day on that stage? So solid crew. Okay. What would you have said? I'd have said so solid too. In said? when? I mean, it's Roots. 2001, Oxide Neutrino, Roots Maneuver, Say Solid Crew. Dance stage. Mm. It had oh. to be So Solid Crew. It actually is, yeah. yeah. So you yeah. do get a point for that, Marcel. You do get a point. So Oxide Neutrino came out with them, innit? Um, ah. They did. Right, finally. So we're going back to Michael Payne. Uh, and we have, we're going to, oh, actually, fairly recent, uh, 2017. Uh, we are on which one is this five six we are on the uh, one extra stage actually okay and we're going to start with Bugsy Malone it's okay, it's okay! Hey! Right, so 2017 recent one extra stage, Bugsy Malone, Dave J. Huss, who would be the golden on that stage that day, the highest up the bill. In fact, the headliner of that stage. J. Huss, Dave, Bugsy, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. just those Dave, J. Huss, Bugsy. It has to be. <laughs> Jay Huss. Okay. Okay. Jay Huss. Nim, I'm gonna say Jay the Huss. same. You'd say Jay Huss. What would you Bugsy say, Marcel? Malone. You, you would have got a point. It is Bugsy Malone. No, no point. Do you know? I was thinking it was Bugsy Malone, but 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 I was thinking. Oh, wow. Fuck. I, I can tell you because I do have because currently Nim, you're on nothing. Zero. But it's fine because you would have. I can take it. I can take it. You're both on one-one, but don't you worry. So I've got a tiebreaker. Winner takes all here. Okay. Well, and Nim can come through and actually and get a can, point, and then it's come, and then it's everyone's okay. equal, and then nice. you need a tiebreaker. Well, I haven't got a second tiebreaker. So. <laughs> 
So yeah, basically, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. My new rule is if Nim gets this one right, she just wins the game. Fuck it, yeah, fuck it, fuck it. Stakes is high, man. The stakes is high. Staying at the dance stage, or going back to the dance stage, I should say. This is from 2012. Yeah. Okay, I'll think about that year. A lot of music. But we lot, are going to start with... The was meant to end that year, so it would have been a special one, this one. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Starting with Azealia Banks. Dance stage, yeah? Dance stage. Right, cool. My, my. Okay, now some Grimes. Huge artist, Grimes. Mm-hmm. She's still going out with Elon Musk. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And KB. This is a hard one. Okay. Dance stage, 2012, Zelia Banks, Grimes, KTB, who was highest up the bill that day? Who was the golden? One million percent of Zelia Banks. Yeah. Okay, Zelia Banks, Marcel, what are you going to say? Wait, 2012? Yeah, you've said Change your answer. answer. No, 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 first answer, you've first answer, answer guys. You, you two have said so your it was, answer. So it's okay. KTB, um, oh, I'm saying K- Grimes, I'm saying Grimes. God damn it, none of you are right, it was KTB. No. See, I yeah. changed my answer as well. That's a par. Okay, KTB, well, yeah? Yeah, it was KTB, actually. Yeah. Right. That's a par. I should have won that. that was but you said Azealia Banks. But think. I had so much conviction when I went, I actually, no, I want no. to change Can my answer. I, just say no, what you said I, said, I said KTB, yeah? Grimes. No, no, no. <laughs> First of all, Michael, you said one million percent Azealia yeah, Banks. Yeah, but that's not even mathematically said, possible. Hey, so my answer hey, should have been fucking Matt, Matt, ignored Matt, anyway. Matt, this show's recorded, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. my first answer should count. I said KTB, yeah? Grimes. That's, no. Yeah, you did. You technically, he well, did. Right, then Marcel wins if that's the case. Oh, why did I say that? Yeah, I'm thinking to let him, but that's it. Okay. So that's good. Fuck's sake. So that's all we know. We've got another game coming up with Bob Villain oh, yeah. later. We do, yes, we, we do have himself. a Bob Villain coming. I will redeem myself. I mean, I think I won that game, but I only, <laughs> you know. One million percent Azealia Banks. <laughs> Just going to say, put that out there. Whatevs, whatevs. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming through to join us, Nim. Aww, As you can see, it's a bit chaotic on the show. I love it. Especially when there's a game involved, you know. That was a hard game. That was, was a hard was. game, I'm going to say. I enjoyed it, though. Yeah, I yeah. It. Yeah. it was not good. Too easy. Well, hopefully, in, hopefully, like, you know, in, in, in a couple of years down the line, someone will be playing that game with you involved. Mm. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they'll be going, that golden be headliner, is what they'll be saying. Right. Exactly. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you'll that. split up a friendship in a... <laughs> <laughs> In, a, yeah. in some radio station no somewhere. In it. <laughs> <laughs> you caused the last Michael and Marcel show. Oh, some catching up to do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for coming through. Um, Thanks Before for you go, me. let people know where they can find you on social media so they can keep up to date on everything you're doing. So all my social media is at It's New Music. So that's Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Nice, nice, nice. Nice. Um, what should we do now? We should get into a song. Yeah, so then we get Bob Villain in the studio. Come on, sounds good, sounds good. featuring Denisha with You Used to Love Me big tune. big tune big tune very soulful um, do you remember the Faith Evans song um, I think it was we had the same the exact same title You Used to Love Me yeah. no I think it was you called You Used to Love Me I remember the, the days you used, used to, to love yeah. me yeah. Do you remember that song 
Big tune. Yeah, big tune. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> that that might be relevant a bit a bit later, uh, we, <laughs> but not for now. We should introduce our uh, third and final guest of the day, and uh, he is one of the Bobbies from Bob Villain. How's it going? Thank you, thank you. So two two Bobbies making up a band. Called Bob Villain. Called Bob Villain. At least there's an element of truth in that. We saw a band at All Points East last week end called Bob Moses, and neither of them are called Bob, and oh. neither of them are called <laughs> fucking Moses. So it's just a waste of time, really. Keep it really. mysterious. Keep it mysterious. Name, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's keep a good it name, mysterious. right? Yeah. It's a good Bob name, I suppose, yeah. It's got a ring to it, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Bob yeah. Moses. You didn't forget what their name was, did you? I, I didn't, because I was once. so angry at them. Yeah. <laughs> you, you never forget the, the, the names of the people that you're angry at. Exactly. Yeah. Deception. Yeah. I was calling that Moses. No one was fucking saying anything. the crowd parted for you. They did, that's true. They did. They did. Speaking of... Biblical joke there. Have the biblical humour, man. Thank you very much. Well, the, we've got a big Catholic, that, Catholic uh, listener base. Okay. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. That's probably the only biblical story I know, but. Yeah, I know, I'm sure you know a few. Oh, that, that is the best one. Well, that guy was one. nailed to the cross as well. That's oh, a yeah, big that one. Guy. That's a pretty big one. That's a good one. And the, the guy when it came out of Easter with the stone. Yeah, exactly. That one. I think it might have been the same, same guy. guy. Same guy. Oh, same guy. Okay. It's the sequel. Oh, yeah. That's the sequel. Guy. It might have been a different actor. Weren't Mel Gibson in that one? <laughs> he was actually yeah it's very true um so speaking of um uh mystery you you are only one half of yeah. bob villain because the other bobby <laughs> just, he doesn't he doesn't he don't do, public do social media he doesn't do re- much yeah press or anything like that he's, <laughs> he's brilliant he's like he hates it he's yeah just, fair play fair play yeah, yeah i don't did know. you become the default uh spokesman then Kind of. I'm the like I do the vocals and stuff, do you know what I mean? So True. I do the vocals and then Bobby does the 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 drums. He's yeah. the drummer. So uh-huh. I'm guitar, vocals yeah. and production side of things and then he handles the drums. Yeah, of course. So I feel like naturally I'm gonna be the one that's the spokesman. always going yeah. on. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And he seems he's comfortable with it. <laughs> yeah. I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. How did you how did you guys meet? We're related. Okay, so yeah. even more. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how yeah, how closely? Uh, kind of p- quite close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all a weird yeah. like, family dynamic. That's yeah, mad because yeah. we just had Adrian Stone on, like uh, two yeah. guests yeah. before you, he's right. a and he's a genealogist. Oh, okay. Right. So even if you didn't know this now, he okay. probably would have found right. out for you. <laughs> Eventually. Hey, you know you got <laughs> you two bobbies are related, <laughs> isn't it? Stealing some blood and that. <laughs> and then, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> and uh, in your short, in your really, really short careers, you know, mm-hmm. like relatively, yeah, 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 uh, sure. you've you've um, you've you've released music, you've played you've yeah. played a, a, a handful of gigs. Yeah. One being at the infamous Burgine. Yeah, yeah. Couple of my mates tried to get in there. I knew we were <sighs> never going to get in, so yeah, I stayed okay. at the Airbnb. Right, that right, is right. my cool Burgine story. Well, that I don't you know what at that I stayed at the Airbnb mm-hmm. instead of trying to get in because they all got turned away. Yeah. Can you explain what Burgine is? It's a famous club in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it met? It's, it's an old. Uh, what the the building is an old. Uh, it, you, it's like a. It was an old warehouse, right, of some sort, mm-hmm. like or um, no, a uh, chemical plant, like a nuclear right, yeah, chemical yeah. plant. Yeah, yeah, and it was like something that. quite sinister. Then at that, some that. point, I think, oh man, at some point, I think it kind of became a big hub for. Um, uh, like the LGBT yeah. community, uh-huh. um, kind of after the war, after the Berlin Wall and stuff like that, uh-huh. like that whole thing. Um, yeah. And then now it's just this, yeah, it's, it's like, this a, it's, it kind of like, is yeah, it's just a club 
that is very exclusive. Yeah, okay. as mysterious as Bobby, the yeah. other Bobby okay. from Bobby. Yeah, exactly. So you, you, exactly. Know where do you, just have, you just have to start stumble across it. You can't just. You can't stumble. You can't even stumble across it because even if you stumble across, it, you definitely might not be stumbling in. It's oh. like yeah, it's got man. this mad policy on the door where they can just turn you away and you never know why. It's yeah. in, like it's the stuff of legend, literally <laughs> among clubbers. Like I'm, I'm not gassing. Like um, the only other person I'm any degree of separation away from uh, that I know has played this venue is Skepta, and I've, oh, wow. I've still yeah. never seen a photo of what it was yeah. like. No, you're not allowed oh. to take photos. I, I, I've never seen a photo of what the inside of Bergheim looks like. <laughs> it's allowed. mental. And maybe you never will. This is the thing. This is the thing. If you get if you get caught, they turf you, and you don't want to get turfed by them bouncers. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine because even the bouncer is a celebrity in his own right. The head bouncer, right? He's a a celebrity in his own right. But what if you put a photo up or you do something after you you manage to take a photo? You haven't got caught, and you do afterwards. They put like stickers. So when we went in, uh, even performing, they put stickers over the front and back camera of your phone. And then I guess like it's dark in there anyway. So like you wouldn't even if you took a photo. Without the flash, you wouldn't be able to see that. That's a good point. And because everybody in there is kind of agreed to these rules, yeah, they don't want anyone flouting them. If you see the flash, yeah. Okay. It's a wrap for you. Uh, really, yeah, and you, you lose, and I'm, and I'm sure you'd lose a lot of within that kind of society. If you like, you you know, you're within a microcosm right there, and you'd probably be deemed a bit of a loser as yeah, well. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because that's probably the, 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 the least cool thing you can do. Well, what happens in, in there, though? I want to know it's what's like, going on. It's, yeah, what sorts of stuff going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Even the stuff I've heard goes on in there is the stuff of legend. They've got, like, beds and that in there. Uh, okay, so. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why I was yeah, thinking yeah. it would be like that. Do you know what, though? I think if you went with your friends... Or, and they got in and you didn't or you got in and they didn't I think I'd go I respect that you go in and I'll be outside or I'm going yeah. in and leave because yeah. someone's got to it would be like out. stars in their yeah. eyes so someone's got to if out. I got in it would be like stars in their eyes I'd so keep coming like back and just wave you <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be fucked up man <laughs> yeah honestly I would honestly just keep looking back and just waving blowing kisses and shit it'd be incredible um, so uh, the gig must have been mental yeah of course because no one's got their phone out. Really yeah. and truly, that's like the biggest difference. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. as well, our live show is 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 a bit um, it's a bit different. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't think a lot of people are used to seeing um, that type of music performed in that way. Mm-hmm. Like we don't like the drums is the only live instrument that we have, mm. um, and then kind of we have all this kind of little mad scientist set up and that that we yeah. run everything through. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like, not the sort of setup you'd associate with 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 uh, anything punk related. related. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, usually there's people kind of figuring it out in their head and got their phone out. I guess to document like everybody does with everything yeah. kind of these days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because there was nobody with their phone out and that, do you get me? Like, it was just. That just must be inc- a weird It was feeling. just incredible, man. Yeah. It was just the, it was the best. Like that is obviously the first gig we've ever played yeah. where nobody's had their phone. Like, that must nobody. be the closest thing to time travel. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. we can actually, you know, do like yeah. you know participate yeah, it was weird. in. It was right weird. Now. Like nobody, nobody's even checking their phones because. They, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's not, the point? Yeah. What's the point? So like, yeah, no one's checking their phones. No one's like updating anything. No one's. 
you know I mean, no one's got a flash in your face, well, yeah. and unless, it was just crazy, man. We was, yeah, we was going nuts unless they've got there. the futuristic glasses on with the camera. Ah, oh, that's yeah. what I okay. would do. That's genius. But, but I wouldn't do it if I was there. But I would. No, but, but you switch them off with the burger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand in your glasses. <laughs> yeah, can we test the glasses, please? Put a sticker on either side. What? <laughs> I, can't see. I think that's what. No, don't take. But it's nice actually not to just yeah, watch sick. things especially, with your eyes, especially as a performer. It's mm. just like, I mean, I understand it because people. Uh, want to document their their you know I mean, want to document their life and obviously as a band it, it's super helpful because mm, people then share it and tag it and we exactly. can repost it in red exactly but the amount of times you know you get into a, an act because you've seen them um, showcased by someone yeah, that you trust yeah exactly mm, and, that, and, and funny enough that's how we got that gig yeah right I mean? it's okay. how we got that gig if okay. somebody saw something that was posted up and was like okay yeah these guys are perfect for this thing amazing so um, yeah but it is it is. Like, it was nice do you mm. know what I mean it's nice but yeah. but remember earlier on I said that like you know Faith Evans having the song You Used To Love Me um, was like you know relevant to uh, uh, the, the conversation we're having with a punk artist you have a penchant for R&B yourself, don't you? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw you recently tweet that Donnell Jones is uh, yeah. Where I Want to Be album. I and that, I agreed, yeah. mate. I instantly yeah, yeah. became a fan of you as a person when I read that. We recently had Donnell Jones on the show. Yeah, no way. Yes, mate. Proceed to use the that's same incredible. mic, bro. You're breathing yeah. his, oh, you're breathing his uh, sinus particles. I don't even yeah. know what the fuck. But it's <laughs> the same mic that he used. Only I think he won the game. So it's a lucky mic. That's a lucky okay. mic, yeah. So, yeah, we are big Donnell Jones Donnell Jones and in just 90s R&B I mean, indeed yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah, I don't know what big, it is about big, it. big album man absolutely a very, absolutely that's, a, that's, a, that's like a perfect perfect R&B album absolutely do you know what I mean like, absolutely you know it's underrated people like will talk about you know oh, what's my way like, that's what I was going to say yeah, really big that's another one. underrated one because people will always talk about 8701 or yeah, Confessions yeah, yeah. as the big Usher album no, but, but people no, but forget the my early way ones, the early ones are, are 100% the better ones 30 yeah, you know I mean? 30 are you but, crazy but that Donnell Jones like, I think <clears throat> that's the best of that time yeah okay like, I just think that's yeah. ama- like the production on there is not it's not exaggerate. It's like it's just it's right. There, Everything, about, Everything it about, about it is loving, right there. And like the the um kind of like the guitar, the acoustic guitar solos and uh-huh. stuff like that. Amazing, man. Fair and then, play. Like, obviously, you've got. Oh, so what's it? What's it? Yeah, that was just the breakout hit. Yeah, of course, that's the breakout hit. But and then you get into the album, and the rest of the album is not like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know what I mean, like, the rest of the right. album is not like that. So yeah, he knew. Right. Okay, cool. Let me grab people in with that, and then yo, and then once you're in that album, you're in it. I love it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Love sure. that, love <laughs> that, love that. Is that the um, is that the kind of m- most when it comes to your music um, listening taste? Is is that the most surprising thing that people would find out about you? Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. It depends, isn't it? Because I think some people would expect maybe just expect me to listen to straight up punk music. Yeah, some exactly. Might expect me to just listen to rap music. Yeah. Or whatever. I think R and B is probably quite like a. I mean, it comes out of left field a little bit. Yeah, but um, but you can't really trust people that don't like R and B. I think, but they say, you know what I mean? They might not admit it, but you know what I mean. I can't trust people that I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of lies going around when people talk about the music that they do and don't like, and the music that they first kind of like. Like oh, this is the first of this album that yeah. I heard. It's, like, it's not because it's way too cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How did you start it's so way cool? Too cool? Bollocks. But, but, oh. but saying that, I have 
I, like I, my first album that I brought with my own money mm. is a really cool album. Fair play. So it's what album? Ghostface Killer, Iron Man. Oh, uh, hey, no, okay. listen, listen. Okay. Yeah. With, with your, oh, I like I like the way he's with my with, own, with yeah, his yeah, own yeah, money. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. the first album that was like that I can kind of remember getting gifted to uh-huh. me was, I think it's pretty cool as well. Actually, it's like WWF. Um, intro, in, intro, music, music, yeah. Yeah. Oh, intro. I had that. I've still that. got that. I've still got that. I've still got the CD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the, that's really cool in a nostalgic kind of way, isn't it? Yeah, Absolutely. Sure, sure. Wait, Absolutely. Wait, wait, wait. What era was it though? Was it like the Stone Cold Steve Austin era? Was, was it, it John Cena? It, it was like no, no. Well, it was like um, D Generation X. Oh, like, right. like, yeah, like, yeah, kind yeah. of like coming off the what they call it. Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of like that sort yeah. of thing. I mean, like that that. Um, fuck it, two tears in a bucket. Like that's that's on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair play, fair play. Well, we should get into some Bob Villain music yeah, yeah, sure. because we've got quite a um, bit more chatting to do and a game, of course. Yeah, but cool. for now, if you do us the honour of introducing this song, yeah, this one is uh, we don't care, and uh, it's dedicated to all the middle class kids that dress like hobos. And, it ain't uh, safe yeah. on the block. We chasing yuppies off. It ain't safe on the block. We chasing yuppies off. It ain't safe on the block. We chasing yuppies off. It ain't safe on the block. We got skeptical on this one. Trust me. All your protesting and your master's degree didn't teach you not to flinch when you passed me on the street. Didn't teach you you should ask before you try and touch my hair. Didn't teach you we don't need you. We don't want you. We don't care for you. Fake political high spirit individuals. Upper class marks just working class liberals. With your breath group, can you say before your dinners do? They don't need you, they don't want you, they're fucking sick. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Bob Villain, yeah. one of um, one of her, one of them uh, joins us in the studio right now. One of the Bobbies. One of the Bobbies. Yeah. Um, Natalie, that that actually forced you to scream towards the end, didn't it? Oh, we're, we're about to come on. Didn't, back. didn't yeah. have my headphones <laughs> on, so Natalie got yeah. into the punk spirit. Yeah. Well, I'm always in the punk spirit, really. You are always in the punk spirit. Thank to you. be fair, painted nails. Well, you know, I have talked. About, I am actually something that we talk. I talked about with Killer Keller when he came yeah, in. Yeah. Well, is that I did like when I was really, really young and deaf. Don't. But, but I went and so I told him I snuck out. Went to that Sex Pistols day in Finsbury Park with the Buzzcocks and stiff little fingers. Oh yeah, and of course. Amazing. Amazing. I was definitely too young. A skunk and Anzi, and I was too young to appreciate at that mm. age. But I loved it. Yeah, so I am been quite into my punk. Fair play, rebel, Thank rebel. Thank you. Rebel. <laughs> David um, Bowie, not punk. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, we should get into a game, shouldn't we? Yeah, we should. We should. Uh, right, so... Let me find my bit of... Oh, here it is. Um, so, Bob Villain. Mm. So, if you're aware that YouGov, uh, the website, allows the public to give their opinions on celebrities. The results leave a percentage rating. So, I'm going to give uh, you six pairs of ce- celebrities. Right. I just want you to tell me who is the uh, villain in that pair, as in who has the lower public score. Okay. okay? okay. So, I think everyone can play this, right? Well, one We're time. We're all going to have a go. One time. So, that, so, so every time you answer, yeah, all no, you all answer. have a go. Okay. Oh, okay. So I've got clips, obviously, to demonstrate who they are. Even though you know, uh, let's start with uh, Beyonce. <laughs> this is female megastars. This is talking about the individual themselves. It's not about so, the song. Not the song. Okay. It's the Beyonce or Rihanna. Ooh, that's a tough one. Who's least like that? Who's those least that's mad. Rihanna. In terms of yeah, yeah I'm gonna the say popular Rihanna. opinions, you're going to say agree. that she has. Uh, I'd lower. say she's the villain. She's the villain. Yeah, she's the villain. Yeah. yeah. No, it's actually Beyonce. Right. Really? Uh, yeah, I'd say she's Beyonce. Step your shit up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, What's wrong with you, though? Go it's vote close. on YouGov. Exactly. Well, Rihanna's got 48%, and then Beyonce's got 46%. So right. it's close. Uh, it's yeah, close. It's okay. close. Yeah. So let's move on to the frequent collaborators round with... Dr. Dre is the name. I'm ahead of my game. Still puffing my leaves. Still fucking the beast. Same song. Between Dre and Snoop. Yeah, yeah, Dre and Snoop. Who's least like? Least. Lower on the public opinion score, according to you, Gov, so whatever, but you know. I'll probably say Dre. Dre? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go Snoop. I'm villain. Gonna, I'm gonna Snoop. go Snoop as well. Uh point there for Bob. Be villain. Okay. It is Fair. in fact Dre. Uh, with uh, well, Snoop's got forty-four percent. Dre's got thirty-eight percent. Okay. So we're wow. moving to some of my my favourites now uh, with Eminem. Not, not my favourite song. Of him, but. Fucking hell, this is so far down in my list. I didn't choose. I didn't choose that song because I don't like that song. Uh, but but I did choose this song because I love this song and I love this man. It's Beck. So Beck. Eminem and Beck. Or Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Beck's fan base is saying. <laughs> well, uh, like, what do you reckon? Are they hitting up go regularly? Do you know what? They're probably more the type than an Eminem fan. Right, it's okay, true. Okay. They're probably also Scientologists. But, like Beck. So who do you think is lower then, Beck or Eminem? I'm going to say Beck. Beck's the villain. No, actually, yeah. no, Eminem's more divisive. Yeah. I'm going to go Eminem. Villain. Eminem's the villain. Eminem's the villain. I'm going to go with... I'll go with Beck. You get points for that. You're right. Fuck's sake! Beck. Uh, Beck is 27. Shame, for, shame on you. Uh, and <laughs> Eminem is 44. Even though I do like Eminem, I would have gone for Beck every, t- for the every time. But shame uh, on me, though. You should be shaming the people oh, that are voting you. for that's these what guys. I did say, that's what I was talking to. Oh. Not you. I would never be disrespectful. Shame on you, Michael Payne. Um, now I'm furious about Beck being so low. Uh, okay, so moving on to Independence Day. Let's start with... Put your car on cruise and lay back because it's summertime. Of course... Talking about independence, I found this one earlier. Uh, versus Jeff Three, Goldblum. Two, mm. Big up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Goldblum laughing. Little remix. Uh, right, Jeff Goldblum or Will Smith? Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum, who is who is lower? The yeah, villain. Goldblum. Bob Villain. Who do you think? Yeah, Goldblum. I guess Jeff I'm Goldblum, gonna go Goldblum yeah. as well. Yeah, points, points, points. Nice. Uh, and because Jeff Goldblum's on fifty-three and Will Smith has seventy-three, very Ooh. high. That's um, very high. Going on to <laughs> best rappers ever. <laughs> Vanilla Ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think this is probably. No, I didn't go for Ice Ice Baby on it. Even if Satan's the next person, Vanilla Ice will still be the villain. Okay. Let's have a listen. Or. <laughs> Ali G. Oh. Uh, oh. I. Um, sorry. <laughs> I, mean, really, I would have gone Hammer, but he wasn't even on. He's not even on you, Gov. MC Ali, Hammer's not there. He's not even on Which there. Which is weird that Vanilla Ice is right, and MC Hammer isn't. I'm saying Ali G. Ali G's lower than Vanilla Ice. Okay. I'm saying Vanilla Ice. Okay. Bob Villain, what are you saying? Ali G or Vanilla Ice? It's, it's tough. It's a tough one. Because they're Yeah, I would probably say that. Vanilla Ice. Point for Marcel there. Uh, it is, in fact, Ali G. Well, Sasha Baron Cohen, Ali G, 28%. Vanilla Ice is uh, 29%. So What's his real name again? Sasha Baron Cohen. No, but Vanilla Ice is... Robert Van Winkle. Uh, that's yeah. it. Okay. That's a mad name. Uh, it is. <laughs> and then, okay, moving on to Childish Gambino. <laughs> what do bitch? Why do you love the rappers do shit, stupid? 
Say Childish Gambino is the villain. I'm gonna say yeah. Childish Gambino is the villain. Yeah, you're all right. Yeah. Yes, all right, I get a right. point at last. Uh, I must be in well, so much? far. So Childish Gambino is on 25%, and Donald Glover is on 45%. Fair. Yeah, because Donald Glover's right? been in, um, he's been in like big movies and yeah, stuff. He's been yeah, he's really been yeah. as, yeah. as a wider as personality. Okay, well, well done uh, to oh, in, in second place, Michael Payne. But in joint first place is Marcel and Bob Villa. Joint first place. Well done, yeah, sir. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Joint first place. I'll tie break on that. No, uh, I've got four here. You've got a tiebreaker. Uh, um, yeah, shout something in my ear, world. I've got a lot of clips. We're fine. <laughs> shout some people. <laughs> Just shout in her ear, world. Public Enemy first and. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Tribe Called Quest. Do you check they're on there? I don't know. He's furious. Yeah, what would you say between Public Enemy, Tribe Called Quest? Sat these two. Who's oh, it is out of you two. Sorry, God, Joe. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Q-Tips. I mean, who's, who's, who's the villain out of Tribe Called Quest and Public Enemy? Tribe Called Quest, Public Enemy. Let's both hope they're on YouGov or just make up some stats. Well, I don't mind either. I'll <laughs> probably say Public <laughs> Enemy. Public yeah. Enemy. Yeah. So you're both going to go with Public Enemy. And well, then what we need another tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, <laughs> Oh, you can't go for both Make You Argue. Oh, I don't want to argue. No, no, All right, I'll take the argue. joint. I'll take the You're joint. You're going to say Tribe yeah. Called Quest. Good. No, okay. no, I'll, I'll take the pub. I'm for public enemy. You're public so, enemy, yeah, yeah. so you've gone for a Tribe Called Quest well, by default. By you default. Have. <laughs> default. You have. You've defaulted to, to a Tribe Called Quest. <laughs> uh, who said a Tribe Called Quest? Me. Marcel, did Marcel win? Uh, Yay! Oh! <laughs> he said me. And you were really furious then with Cross Arms going, I didn't vote. I didn't I heard him cheating on the other game as yeah, well. Right? <laughs> well. You must be what? a regular listener. That's every week. I don't know what. Like. Did you cheat on the other game? No, how did I cheat on the other game? He said uh, they, you were playing the thing and you said... Um, oh, he said Gr- the Grimes. He yeah, didn't exactly, say Grimes, exactly. did he? He said oh. Katie <laughs> <laughs> He did. Yeah, it wasn't. What do you mean? Oh, I said Katie B, yeah? No, you don't. Sorry, you went Katie B, Grimes. Which no. Is, you, I no, said, no, I said Katie B, yeah. Grimes. That's not what you said. That is not what you said. I'm listening back to the show. If you want to listen back to the show and tell us whether Marcel is a serial cheater, you can. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, on the soon-to-be defunct iTunes, you can listen. You can listen on Spotify. Obviously, that's going to well, be around for a while. You'll still be on iTunes in some form, whether the new. But isn't goes. iTunes just getting like taken off? Like this, well, yeah, as a concept, but it's good, like the iPhone. It's going to move into three different apps. Oh yeah, podcasts, radio, and or orgies, it is, and, orgi- and orgies, orgies, yeah. Apple orgies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to all our guests for coming through. Big thank you to Bobby from Bob Villain. Big thank shout out to Nimnon. Not at all. Big shout out to them and big shout out to Adrian Stone, the most interesting guest we've ever had. Oh, uh, that's a bit rude. Well, no, no, no. As in, no, 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 no. Don't take a bet, bro. Don't take a bet. I'm the villain. As far as the concept of being a guest goes, if you get what I'm saying to you, the reason that you are a guest, you are yeah. a very interesting guest. Don't get me wrong. You've played well, fucking Burger. We'll wait to see yeah. when you're not You're definitely up there. You're definitely up there. But Adrian Stone, the genealogist. Genealogy is obviously something that is super interesting. It Can is. I get a witness? Yeah. You, yes. Yeah, he hasn't played Bergheim there, sir. So. He hasn't played Bergheim. He but hasn't played Bergheim. That, uh, Callum is literally going to walk into Callum the studio. Callum is about to walk into the studio. Finish! Yeah.
Couldn't pay the interest Away at the function Needed good resistance Thinking of diving You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com.